In this episode of the Rated RPG Podcast, you'll hear pizzas arriving at Aaron's house, and ordinarily we'd edit that out. But uh, we did a cool thing. It was a randomly generated dungeon pizza adventure that we went on just before we got started in the session. We created a roll table for pizza toppings, crust, cheese, and sauce. Roll a d20. You got to put whatever the d20 says. You got to put that on your pizza, and you get stuck with it. Some of them were good. Some of them were not good. And uh, that Dungeon Pizza Adventure series will be kind of bonus episodes of the podcast, maybe a little shorter, spread out uh, as we do them every session. So we hope you enjoy episode 57 of the Rated RPG podcast. The adventure continues. And also the standalone bonus episodes of Dungeon Pizza Adventures. Last time on Rated RPG, we were introduced to a brand new character named Sir Reginald Hamstone. I'm a Oath of Vengeance Paladin, and I, oh, there's all kinds of stuff about me I don't even know yet. (laughs) (laughs) Or a true goblin of culture refers to him as the cheese-headed ham knight with a weapon for a wife. (laughs) (laughs) I gotta write that down. That's pretty good. What was it again? The cheese-headed ham knight. With a weapon for a wife. Oh, yeah. I'm going to introduce myself to girls like that. <laughs> yeah, they're going to be excited that you already have a wife. He's a swinger. I guess they're a swinger. Literally. Cause I am because it's, it's a slashing weapon. <laughs> see, I swing it. You know, see how I, how I do. See how I do. You're very clever, Reginald. <laughs> no, I'm a claver. <laughs> Yeah, we do know your voice, and we do know that you are my sweet Reginald. Oh, not anymore, I'm not. Uh, I used to be. I paid off my Formerly my sweet Reginald. They rescued uh, Reginald Hamstone, who is uh, permanently in servitude to this uh, hellish wandering emporium, uh, forced into essentially like slavery because he accidentally ordered too much food and uh, couldn't pay for it. And um, these gorgeous... Wonderful people, the Gorgeous Phoenix Brigade, came in and they spent the the last of their hard-earned soul coins just to free Mr. Hamstone, uh, which is just so good of you guys. Thank you, guys. It's a very nice thing. Let's think about some other important things to note that you guys learned while you were there. You ran into a number of different uh, vendors at this uh, wandering emporium, um, including a crazy uh, wizard who had apparently experimented on his body with demon ichor. Uh, which had caused him to develop all sorts of weird mutations. He had long tentacle arms with hands at the ends of them. Uh, He apparently had, what, like a 20-pound nut sack or something like that? Yeah, really big. (laughs) Um, uh, And uh, he was willing to sell Demon Icker to you guys or buy them uh, from you guys. Um, You found a guy who sells Larva, a grumpy old hobgoblin uh, warlord guy uh, who sells Larva, which are these grotesque, massive, like, maggot-looking things, but they have human faces, uh, and they just squirm around on the ground going, uh. That hobgoblin really did not like uh, the guy in charge. Um, yeah, Mahadi is the uh, the man who is in charge of the Wandering Emporium, uh, and he's very sort of, like, snake-tongued, you know, charismatic, uh, he, he he gives you offers you can't refuse, and he likes to make deals, that kind of thing. Um, and he kept referring to Hamstone as his sweet Reginald. Uh, and one thing that somebody picked up on, I think it was Glubjag, uh, Glubjag yeah. 
you picked up on the fact that Mahadi had some sort of uh, reaction to seeing Lulu. Like he was surprised to see her and then possibly a little bit scared or uncomfortable. But then when she started talking, he sort of like uh, seemed relieved. Uh, so you're not sure what that's about. And, and Lulu hasn't mentioned anything about, about him at all. To I you also guys. saw that he had pre- prehensile toes. Yes. Yeah, he's got some weird anatomy underneath those flowing silk robes. And so he, he just seems, kind of seems like a really mysterious, potentially kind of scary, powerful guy uh, who apparently works for Asmodeus, the ruler of hell, um, the, the, the head honcho, the devil himself. Um, you guys heard about a barber. Um, Hamstone had uh, met uh, or had gotten his hair cut, but he, he, he can't ever seem to remember any details about the barber. I guess they took a little too much off the top. He snipped my part of my brain that remembers stuff. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's it's kind of a funny thing cuz whenever you guys like think about the barber and think about going in there like you almost immediately like forget that it's a thing, you know. Um and you guys have walked past the place several times and nobody can remember even what it looks like. It's like so. cost cutters. <laughs> Just like it. Exactly. And then, of course, there's a whole bunch of stalls that are waiting for new merchants. Maybe the next time you go to the Wandering Emporium, there'll be new uh, merchants in there to sell you new stuff. We also noticed that uh, all the people in the area look like they may have been ensorcelled, uh, perhaps with a Gesh spell. Ah, yes. Many of the people there who are kind of working like, uh, like Sir Reginald... Um, seemed to have been under the effect of a Gesh spell, which meant that they couldn't not do what they were And they couldn't even forced to do. speak ill of Mahadi yeah. uh, without suffering some psychic damage. Yeah. Because that's, and that's kind of where Reginald was. Exactly. So you had to be real careful with what he said. But now, no longer a thing. You're yeah. free. And uh, the Wandering Emporium uh, has packed up. And is rumbling off into the distance on their uh, their massive uh, demon engines, leaving you guys in the dust. Oh. <coughs> Mahadi also had a rod of lordly might up yeah. for a possible sale. All, mm-hmm. it co- all it would cost is one soul. Yeah, there's apparently a lot of things that you can, if you guys want, and you are willing to pay the price. Mahadi seems like he can offer up a lot of very powerful services. It's just a steep price to pay. <laughs> Okay, uh, so you guys see the uh, the smoke billowing out of these uh, demon engines as they kick up the blood red dust and dirt uh, of Avernus into the air, and you hear the like wailing screams of tortured souls as they're be- as the souls are literally being consumed and burned into nothingness uh, by the engines of these. Uh, these vehicles. The sounds and sights of it slowly fade into the distance, and then you're left standing in the middle of nowhere uh, with just you, yourselves, and Lulu. Is there a lot of pollution from those souls, or are they pretty uh, clean burning? (laughs) Is it a green fuel? (laughs) (laughs) Well, it is renewable. That's that's true. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just wondering how much smoke they put off. A lot of smoke. Ah, shit. Very unclean. Darn. All right. Well, that's not a, a real-world solution then, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Lulu uh, kind of flutters around and says, Well, uh, it's really nice that we found a, a fifth member of our team, um, uh, Sir Reginald. It's very nice to meet you. Oh, yeah, it's nice to meet you too, Lulu. <laughs> I don't know if they've ever met a Hollyfent before. No? Well, I, I, don't, I don't rightly know if I've ever met a cheese-headed ham man. Hey, it's me! Ha-ha! <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's get going. Where are we going to go? I got a 
Oh, Darlene needs to get dirty. <laughs> uh, well, you know, I've, I've been thinking. I've been thinking. I, I, I was so wrong about the Bleeding Citadel. You know, I, I, I could have sworn it was over there. And she points kind of towards Harriman's Hill that you guys came from. She's like, I could have sworn that was, that, was, that was the Bleeding Citadel, but I was so wrong. Now I'm starting to really second guess everything that I'm thinking and seeing in my, in my, in my memories. And uh, she sort of like um, floats down to the ground and you can see a little tear sort of like fall out of her eye and uh, land in the dust. Uh, and she's like, I just, I just want to do good. I just want to help in any way that I can. And I don't know, you, you said you wanted to ki- uh, get, get your, uh, your weapon dirty, right? You want to kill some things? Oh yeah, Darlene likes to, she likes to have fun. And so, you know, if we're going to go get into a skirmish, that would be fine with me. Well, maybe that is the best idea. Maybe we should just start killing things. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, if you're going to suggest something like that, (laughs) I wouldn't argue, but, uh... Really, Lulu? That's not, uh, doesn't sound like normal Lulu. Are you feeling all right? She loves killing evil things. I love killing evil. Yeah, I love destroying evil things. All right, all right, yeah. What else have you remembered? Well, I remember that there's a place not, I don't think it's too far from here. Um, It's called, uh, what do they call it? Um, The Demon Zapper. Uh, it's, It's like this... It's like this thing that if, if a demon comes too close, it like zaps them and it turns them into dust. Hmm. Uh, it's it's pretty great. Like uh, it, it attracts them too. It attracts them like flies to a carcass, or uh, or 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 um, little girls to a Justin Bieber concert twenty years ago. What? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think she's just remembering the wrong thing. <laughs> uh, yeah. I think uh, yeah. Does it leave Icker behind? Mm. Oh well, probably. Well, I don't know. They they do turn to dust, but maybe some of the larger ones aren't partially or only partially turned to dust. You could squeeze some Icker out of them. Mm. Sounds good to me. I still trust you, Lulu. Well, thank you, Club Jig. All right, well, let's go. It's over this way, and she like suddenly gets real cheerful and starts uh, flapping her ears again and flying off in a direction. You guys uh, start following um, Lulu and remember, oh shit, we have we have vehicles. And so you uh, you get in your vehicles and uh, turn them on, and you look at uh, the fuel gauges, and you see that you are beginning to run kind of low. You're you're not in the empty, but you're like getting to the point where it's like that last like quarter of a tank, uh, and uh, you kind of look at your, your little pouch to see if you can find any soul coins and. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think you're out, right? We're out. You're out. Completely? Oh, man, I thought we had one left. I'm, no, we we used it on our vehicle, and because we had three total. And then right. we just bought with bought him with two. Hey, I got an idea. Uh, we can fit all of us into the Rambler here, right? The, yep. the buggy? Yep. How about you take that soul coin out of the motorcycle, and then you you bring that with you, and then uh, we leave the motorcycle behind. Whoa, we whoa, can whoa. do that? You're, well, yeah. Are you suggesting actually uh, uh, me riding in this vehicle where my friend got burned alive? I don't think so. <laughs> hey, that I was... don't think so. Okay, then you... I know what happens this... when you sit Look, in that thing. I'm Look, not going in We the... haven't even cleaned off the residue yet. <laughs> the fuel is the same, right? The fuel is yep. the coin. I don't know if you can there. siphon the soul coins from this vehicle to the other one. Like, does it even come out once you put it in? Try to take out the coin. So you're you're the mechanic of the group. Yeah. 
All right. So do you want to try to? What's my appraisal of, of this theory? All right. So are you proficient? I mean, you're proficient in uh, yeah, all of it. Pretty much everything, right? <laughs> okay. So so make an intelligence check and roll and add your proficiency bonus. Okay. Miss Artificer. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> Holy shit. Smartest man. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know all about this shit. Trust me. <laughs> Every possible thing. Yeah. Okay, uh, so Reginald is talking about siphoning off like souls out of this thing, and so you know you've you've used these vehicles enough, and you basically uh, have assembled like two of them at this point. Uh, that's not how it works at all. You you put in the coin, and the coin goes down into an inc- basically like an incinerator, and it instantly destroys the coin, which frees the soul. But then it gets trapped inside of the fuel uh, canister, so to speak, where it is slowly consumed into nothingness. And the energy of that soul is used to propel this thing. So if you were to puncture that fuel tank, the soul would then, whatever's left of it, would just escape uh, and just dissipate into nothingness. So there's there's no way to siphon. So in other words, we cannot siphon the fuel from this motorcycle. Uh, However, oh. if someone wants to ride with me and not get burned to death, you could ride with me. Well, I'm tiny and love not being burned. All right, hop on. Woo-woo! Buddy, oh, yeah, you, didn't you get your master's degree in infernal engines? <laughs> That's right. I sure did. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'll ride with you, big fella. Sounds good. You going to man the gun? Yeah. Well, sure. All right, so you guys hop on your vehicles and start rumbling off into hell, following Lulu, who seems to know where something called the Demon Zapper is. Can't wait to see this thing. All right, well, you're we about get, to. Is, are we going to be able to get soul coins at the Demon Zapper? Oh, yeah, sure. They got probably all kinds of vending machines out front. You just tip them over and... I don't know. I yeah, made Reginald, that up. I don't. You don't really know that much, do you? You kind of got trapped immediately, <laughs> so I'm not sure how much of this world you saw. Well, we could uh, perhaps get some demon ichor and Ooh. sell it. Yes, for soul coins. Perfect. Let's do that. Yeah. Or if we find those slugs with the gross face, either way. What the hell is this thing? Oh, it's man. the Zeman Zeman Dapper. Oh. It's like in a giant bug. Ah, yes, yes, yes. Ooh, interesting. Hmm, what could it possibly be? Yes. So you guys uh, follow Lulu for about an hour, hour and a half, uh, before you begin to sort of see this uh, this structure. Um, and before you even see the structure, you see what appears to be like a rainbow. Oh my god, it's full on! Double rainbow all the way across the sky! <laughs> A whole spectrum of colors, sort of like a beacon uh, pouring out of the ground into the sky. It's one of the only things you've ever seen down in here in hell that is actually visually appealing. And it looks very out of place. Uh, And as you approach, you see that uh, there is uh, a structure coming out of the ground that sort of resembles the the pinchers of a gigantic beetle, about 100 feet tall. Uh, and between the two pinchers is the source of whatever's creating this rainbow light. Uh, so you guys uh, keep on driving. You get pretty close to it, uh, and you park and get out of your vehicles. There doesn't appear to be anything dangerous around here, uh, and you approach. I don't really like just walking up to like new stuff because of everything that's happened in my life as race. Um, can I... 
do a check on it? What do you want to, to what are you uh, Just to like an uh, investigation check or perception, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, so yeah, yeah. you're, you're yeah, far, like far away, so perception. Yeah, is there any other checks I could use? Uh, well, what are you trying to... I'm trying, trying to, to gauge do. what this structure is. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't know shit. Uh, yeah, okay, so why don't you do a um, intelligence, and, and why don't you just add your proficiency? I mean, you're an artificer. This is some sort of structure that was built, so... Yeah, go ahead and uh, make an intelligence check plus your proficiency. I'll tell you what you know from that. Okay, so a <laughs> six plus your proficiency of like three or so. Yeah, you don't you don't really know anything about this. Uh, I guess I would tell you since uh, like a fi this would be DC five probably to know at least this. I mean, there are some some conductive things that you know things in parallel you know, maybe could help conduct if, and it's made of metal apparently. So there could be some sort of electric current or something running through it, but you're not, you're not sure. Okay. But it's basically the demon zapper. Yeah. This supposedly is the demon zapper. Yeah. I'd like to scan the area and see if there's any demons or anything around. Sure. Or like demon dust. Absolutely. Mm. Uh, go ahead and make a perception check. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You guys don't see day. anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we we rolled those two twenties, and that's it for today. We're yep. done. I'd yeah. like to see what I see. I'll take a peek out there. All right. What you got, Hamstone? Hey, there you go. Yeah, that's not too it's bad. Over a ten. <laughs> All right, Hamstone, you're uh, you're on the back of the larger vehicle, the Tormentor, I think yeah. is what it's called, and um, you're kind of like still figuring out how the like harpoon launcher works. So you're like facing away from it, um, and everybody else is like over there, like squinting, trying to see. And you just happen to see a single, like, v sort of, like, vaguely vulture-looking uh, demon sort of flying towards you, flying towards this uh, this this light. Uh, and you're at the harpoon, so what do you do? Uh, I think I'm going to just wait and see what the vulture does. Okay. Hey, guys, there's a vulture, some kind of vulture or something coming over there. Let's watch what happens. Have we encountered one of these before? I don't believe so. Maybe it'll go over to the demon zapper if that's what that thing is, and then it'll we'll find out what it does. You alert them to the presence. You guys all can see this uh, vulture. It's it's pretty far away, but it's definitely coming towards you. Um, do you all agree to just kind of let it do its thing? Do I know anything about it because of my Horizon Walker training? Um, make a uh, make a uh, a religion or Arcana check. Your choice, actually, because of your. Yeah, I'll let you make both. Make a religion and an arcana check. Big rolls. All right. Okay. Um, all right. So you uh, recognize this as it gets closer um, as being a Vrock, a type of demon. Somewhat powerful. You don't think you guys would have any sort of problem taking it out uh, as a group. Maybe one of you guys one-on-one -on -one with this thing would have some problems. It's a rock, everyone. Ooh, I want a rock right now. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> Should we drive around to the back of this zapper and see if it gets zapped? Okay. Yeah. So you guys uh, start up your uh, demon engines and uh, drive around to the back of the, uh, the zapper and sort of like wait for the rock to approach. It does. Uh, and as soon as it gets to be about 100 feet away from this zapper, the light that was spewing out into the air suddenly begins to focus and, and point towards the rock and turns into a beam of brilliant white energy that instantly evaporates the rock. <laughs> just turns it into a just dust with this 
and then the light sort of like fades away. It lived up to its name. I can say that much, guys. Let's go check out if there's anything left. Because the light goes away, you guys can actually see now with a lot more clarity what was in between the two like mandible-like structures. Uh, and it, it appears to be a sphere that is sort of like floating, suspended magically in midair. And inside of the sphere is what appears to be a horse of some kind. Hmm. Uh, you guys can make perception checks again. All right, big perception. One time now. <gasps> there you go. One more from, uh, oh, yeah, you already did. Uh, okay, you guys all think it's a horse except for race. You are very good at recognizing horny things. <laughs> <laughs> this is it's no true. mere horse. This is a unicorn. Ooh. Oh, my. boys. Huh. We got ourselves a young uni ahead of us. That's what I call unicorns back home, so. <laughs> wow, uh, that's kind of weird. Not sure how I feel about that. Well, it didn't zap us. Uh, I'm going to go go try to talk to it. I'm hoping it speaks my language. Cool. Yeah. Uh, can I start approaching it uh, yeah. with gentle intentions? Do, 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 do. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Anybody following race? You just gonna let him walk up. Just let me get I wanna, I wanna be close to him because if you're, <laughs> you know, if you're, if you're within like uh, ten feet of me, you get uh, advantage on saving throws. And okay, so you're I'll follow my little buddy too. Okay. <laughs> um, I, I look to the unicorn and I say, "Hey, unicorn, do you understand what I'm saying right now?" The unicorn looks at you and it shouts. Uh, and you guys can sort of hear it, although it sounds like it's on the other side. It, you know, it sounds a lot like it's trapped within like some sort of glass or the other side of a, like on the other side of the sliding door. Yes, help me. I'm trapped in here. Please, if you have a good soul, free me. That's fucked up, dog. How can we, how can we free you? Who, who did this to you? I don't know their true name. Uh, some sort of fiend. Uh, you, you must destroy this this thing. Destroy it and I will be free. How do we destroy? Ask how do we destroy it? You got any good tips and tricks on how to destroy a magical lightning bubble? I, I don't know. No one's ever offered to free me before. No one's ever tried. Uh, uh maybe, maybe hit it with something hard. How'd you get stuck back there in the first place? Um, I, uh, well, um... I don't, I don't think it says how that happened, so... The unicorn looks at its script. <laughs> okay. I'm not sure. Uh, have you heard the good word about Torm? <laughs> <laughs> I was just minding my own business when suddenly a poacher uh, hit me with some sort of tranquilizing poison and uh, brought me to its uh, daughter's sweet 16th birthday. Did I tell you that the, that the poacher was a devil? Anyways, the daughter didn't really like me very much, and so they they just stuck me up in here. Well, that sucks. Um, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna figure out how to probably free you. Don't listen to the probably part. We'll definitely do it. And then I wink. Okay. My name, by the way, is Moon Color. Now that you know my name, you'll feel bad if you don't free me. I wouldn't count on that. But what I can tell you is, we are the Gorgeous Phoenix Brigade. Uh, we got a new guy because our lives got, got turned to barbecue sauce, but I promise you this, I will do something. Okay, there's also some other thing you should know, which is that there is a guardian. 
okay? There's a guardian. They don't really come out very, very often, but uh, I've seen them pop up every once in a while when something big gets through here and doesn't get fully zapped. The guardian will finish it off. What is it? Uh, well, I can describe it to you. Um, it kind of looks like sort of humanoid, but with really dark skin. Uh, it's very large. It has a big hammer and it doesn't have any legs. Instead, it just kind of floats there with like dust billowing out from under its robes. Mm. Uh, do I know what that would be? Um, you can make a knowledge, uh, you can make an arcana check with disadvantage. Arcana with disadvantage. Yeah. Okay. Because you're just using a uh, survival description. Can I do a survival check? No. Oh, okay. No. Disadvantage. Uh, that'd be a zero. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Wow. Sounds like your ex-wife. I got it. Oh, that sounds like my ex-wife. Oh, I, I, I'll have to tell you some other time about her. Oh, boy. <laughs> I got a 12. A 12? Um, Wait, what are we rolling? Arcana to see what if we can figure out based on the description. Oh, I got this. Brad, the player knows what this is. I got is, this, but... guys. No problem. Checking me out. Oh my goodness! Sixteen. Yeah. Okay. Not um, neither of those rolls is good enough to know exactly what it is, but you are able to get some clues as to like vaguely the type of thing that it might be. It sounds like it could be a type of elemental. Those are also typically things that are used as guardians. A lot of things use elementals because they, you know, are fairly easily bound and uh, they live forever. You know. Uh, and it's it's the fact that she said that it floats and like dust comes off of it could be some sort of earth elemental or air elemental or combination of both. You're could be sure. big pen Ooh. from the peanuts anyway. <laughs> what? I don't know. Well, I have a question, guys. Why are we destroying something that destroys demons? Oh yeah, that's a good point. Because uh, to free the unicorn. Yeah. Well, I mean, isn't there just some way we could like power it down briefly and then get the unicorn out and then turn it back on? Because I mean. I think the unicorn I, I think, powers it. Yeah, he's a magical lightning cord. Oh, that's what's going on here. Yeah. Hey, are you guys saying something? I can't really hear you. Oh, you're all good. We just talking about you're going to be our new friend. So, any, um, I think we should, do you want to come to a vote. I mean, it's kind of shitty, but also you're right. He kills a lot of dudes or demons. Yeah, this thing's constantly killing demons. Lulu, yeah. Lulu, what do you think? Um, well, that's a unicorn. You can't just let it be trapped in a in a bubble although she uh, it is destroying evil but no you can't you can't just let her be trapped yeah i'm kind of with you lulu I, my vote is you, we gotta free this darn thing save moon color it's a moral quandary i'm pretty flexible with those things yeah <laughs> um i mean it's like if we would have left general hamstone at the last place right we, we saved him, so we got to save a unicorn. He's not even half a unicorn. Well, Hamstone said he wanted to get his rod wet, so I guess we better. That's true. You want to take a big swing at this? Oh, uh, okay. Uh, well, I. what if a uh, unicorn, what happens if I swing my glaive, her name's Darlene, at this thing? Uh, I don't know. Give it a shot. By the way, my name's Mooncolor. Oh, hey, Mooncolor. <laughs> I'm going to move back. Yeah, <laughs> me too. I trust you, but... Do, 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 do. This sounds like something's real stupid that I might try. <laughs> I'll give it a shot. Why not? I mean, what's the worst thing that could happen? New backup character. So are you? you so you're swinging at the the structure that's coming out of the ground, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> One. <laughs> 
Is this the universe saying don't do it? All right, hold on. Okay, yeah. So that is a that is quote unquote a miss. Uh, but in reality, you hit it. Uh, but you, it, the glaive just like bounces off of it. Oh, jeez. See that everybody had bounced off of that. Can I determine with my brains exactly how this thing is powered, and we might be able to with shut your it down? Brains. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you could try to do an Arcana check. Figure out where it's plugged in. Okay, uh, sixteen. Yeah, not quite good enough. This is a this is an extremely complex uh and powerful magical device. Bah, Lulu, what if you blasted it with your sparkles? Uh well, um, I I sure can try. Uh, it's been a day, so I've I've got it all re- recharged. Um, what do you think, guys? Yeah, I want to see that. I want to see Lulu toot her horn. <laughs> do you want me to blast the bubble, or do you want me to blast the uh, the structure? Hold on a second. Let me uh, consult with my shield. Hey, shield. Yes. Do you know what this thing is? Have you ever seen one before? I've seen this before. Yes. It's the demon zapper. So, uh, yeah, how, what do you think about um, how we might uh, power it down? Why would you want to do that? Uh, to rescue the unicorn. Why would you want to do that? <laughs> because the unicorn could be useful and help us out. I think it's more useful up there, zapping the demons. I mean, I kind of agree with you, but not the rest of my party doesn't seem to like that idea. Hmm. Well, maybe you should convince them that it's the right thing to do. Well, I just came to you for information. I don't need, like, advice. <laughs> <laughs> Is the uh, <laughs> is the sphere connected to the rest of it by anything? It's literally just floating in in the middle. Yeah. Is there anything noticeable behind the sphere? Can I get back there and see if there's like a magical outlet I can unplug and maybe? <laughs> oh well, it appears that much of the structure is buried. Okay. Because um, you can kind of see uh, if you look at the art, there's it almost it does appear like it's some sort of like large beetle looking structure but most of it appears to be underground so you could theoretically maybe excavate over the course of a long time that Uh, just feels like something's gonna come hit us in the face if we do that uh oh by the way after a minute of uh of sort of uh, since the rock was disintegrated yeah uh the light the rainbow light begins to emit from the uh, sphere again so it seems like it's got a minute cooldown before it can zap something again Ah. It's not trying to zap any of us, is it? No. Okay. Hey, Mooncaller, it doesn't look like physical attacks work. Do you have any ideas? Like, what if we did, like, a spell or something, dog? Help me help you help us. Do you, uh, do you have any magic weapons? Magic weapons are pretty good. Yeah. Maybe try that. <laughs> All right, stand back, everyone. Already, it's already time doing for that. some morning shaft. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm going to stand back by Glubjig, so in case in the, uh, he needs my All right. You guys can move your characters around, be wherever you want to be. Ooh, okay. So, morning shaft. <laughs> you uh, you notch your arrow, pull the, the string back as far as you can. Your, your bulging, muscly biceps are... You, 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 you let loose the arrow. It's the hardest shot you've ever fired, and it just bounces right, right off. Uh, nope. Can we tell what... So the unicorn is powering it, maybe, is what we're thinking, right? Yeah. 
How high is the sphere off the ground? You feel like it wasn't a very good shot, though. Okay. It kind of like ricocheted a little bit. Mm. So let me try once more. Can I help him, like by being a spotter, give him advantage? Uh, no, no, I don't think you could distract this thing or anything. So yeah, you keep just getting really bad shots off on this thing. Uh, you haven't really got a got a real good hit. Should I keep trying? Yeah, yeah, keep trying. You're you're shooting really bad. I could always do. I can <laughs> shoot it with a better. <laughs> I can shoot it with a magic missile if that would help. All right. Well, as you're debating that, uh, Glubjag in frustration fires off another arrow, and this time, it impacts maybe like a crack or or something, and the arrow actually sticks into the the rusted metal. Look at that, structure. everyone. Hey, third time's a charm, big fella. And immediately, the ground uh, right in front of it begins to sort oh. of rumble. Here uh, comes the guardian. Here comes the guardian. Yay. Get ready to chop him. And out of the ground uh, uh, sort of erupts this uh, figure. Mm. Oh, oh man, what a, what a cliffhanger. <laughs> Crazy, out, stupid Oh, pizza shit. Here. Pizza. Oh, my God. Ty. Ty. <laughs> oh, 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 God. What size Maybe? is that creature? Oh, uh, that is large. Yeah. yeah. Maybe the creature will talk to us before we have to roll initiative. Or maybe it won't. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe it will decide to just murder all of us. Race is the closest. Though. I'm always, for some reason, never backing up far enough. I'm just like, well, I kind of want to see what's going to happen. What is this? You need glasses. Race no, needs glasses. Look, I'm, tr I'm really living this blind life, bro. Race can't uh, see. So one of these like... pizzas smells weird. Oh, <laughs> no clue right. which one. Could be the Thai peanut sauce. Could be the pesto. You guys, look at this thing, and amazingly, nobody rolled high enough to know exactly what this thing is. Um, but which means for me it would be impossible for you I have a minus one. Yeah, it actually is impossible for you. Um, the D the DC for this is uh, generally when I do DCs for knowledge about monsters, uh, I I do ten plus the creature's challenge rating, um, and that's to like be like okay, I'm 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 certain I know what this thing is. I've read about it or whatever. And then the more the higher you get over that DC the more stuff about it I'll tell you, like some of its like weaknesses and, you know, things like that. But this thing, base DC was uh, 21. So it's <laughs> so the fact that you guys don't know what it is, you can clearly tell that it's powerful. Um, you can clearly tell it's some sort of elemental uh, because it its skin looks like it's made out of stone, um, but it still f uh, flows and moves as if it's like flexible, just like your skin would be. Um, and it has a very sort of like exotic look to it. It's wearing very fine clothing um, and it's got beads in its hair that are made out of precious gemstones. Um, and it doesn't look like an unintelligent like mound of dirt or anything. It looks like something that could easily speak and have a conversation with you. Uh, and in fact, sort of as it emerges wielding this warhammer, uh, it yells out in uh, common in a very heavily accented uh common um get your filthy demon claws off my wait you aren't demons and she sort of like floats down to the ground uh and sort of relaxes the grip on her warhammer hey we're, we're definitely not demons so there's no reason to use the hammer uh hi race the roaster gorgeous phoenix brigade 
uh, perpetual fuck up. So we came upon your zapper and we met Moon Color, and he. Why did you trap him here? He doesn't seem to want to be here. And, I mean, why are you holding this man against his will? Unicorn person. Mm. Well, uh, first of all, it's nice to meet you. Uh, Race the Roaster, you said your name was? Mm -hmm. Hmm. Well, uh, my name is Ralzala. Uh, and who are your friends here? We got Glovejack the Bugbear. Uh, he's pretty chill a third of the time. Uh, you got Dabadi the Enjoyable. He's smart, little kind of a dick sometimes. And then we got General Hamstone. I don't know much about him. Eh, he's all right. Hey, <laughs> that's me. <laughs> huh. <laughs> well, and so uh, you came here to free Mooncolor. Um, unfortunately, uh, I don't believe I can let you do that at this point. Why not? Well, you see, I guard this place. Uh, I am not the one who trapped her, no. That would be our mistress, Zariel. But you see, I am sworn to protect this place and prevent anyone from freeing her. Hey, you didn't introduce Lulu. Oh my goodness, I'm so sorry. Also, we got a Holly fan, and her name is Lulu. She kind of guided us here. Would you happen to remember her by chance? Have you seen Lulu before? Uh, the creature, Ralzala, looks at uh, Lulu, and she's like, howdy. And uh, she's like, hmm, you do look familiar. Uh, but no, I don't believe I've met you. Well, I'm Lulu the Hollyphant. Uh, apparently, you've been good friends with Zariel. Uh, uh, well, maybe you can convince her to let me go out of my deal. Hmm? If you're good friends with her. And Lulu's like, well, we used to be friends, and then she, like, kind of got in with a bad crowd and started doing drugs and listening to bad music. You know, not that country music that we like where I'm from. Uh, so she and I... Did you I go to high school with Zariel? <laughs> <laughs> This is all to say that I don't really know if I could really convince her of anything at this point. And the, the uh, Ralzala says, huh, well, I would love to get out of this job. It pays terribly. Uh, and honestly, I'm really, really regretting making this deal that I made with Zariel. So anything that you guys can do to free me from this. So uh, you're not personally against us freeing the unicorn. Oh, no. You're just under contract. Uh, of course. Uh, do you not know what I am? No. What are you? We we tried to figure it out, but um, you know, we we felt kind of lazy. You seem <laughs> you seem kind of earthy. Yeah. Well, that's 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 correct. You're on the right uh, path there. I am what's called a Dao. Uh, I am uh, one of the powerful jinns. Uh, perhaps you've heard of some of our some of us. We grant wishes. Uh, you mortals tend to. Think highly of those of us that can grant the wishes. A DAO? D-O-W? D-A-O. D-A-O. That's what I thought it was. Yes, I hail from the plane of Earth. I've been stuck here for many, many centuries, unfortunately. Uh, can we wish you to be out of your deal? Unfortunately, I am not the wish-granting kind of jinn. No, mm. those are... Those powers are reserved only for the, the strongest, most noble of us. Hmm. But uh, I can grant you your wish of freeing Mooncolor here if you get me out of my contract. Well, well, how would you suggest we do that? 
Well, I've been thinking about that for a long time, and uh, I don't know how to get out of the contract. That's one of these things about the contracts that you sign with uh, devils. They're pretty tricky, and it's very difficult to actually get out of one. There's only very specific ways that you can do it. Um, and I was foolish enough not to ask. <laughs> However, I do know of someone who may be able to figure it out. Do tell. Well, her name is Red Ruth, and she lives in that forest over there. She sort of points to this really horrible-looking, nasty <laughs> forest, like the one in The Hobbit that was full of spiders. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mirkwood? <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's a lady that lives in that forest. Her name is Red Ruth. Um, she's like an oracle of some kind. I'm sure she could divine some solution to my problem. What's her price? Oh, I don't know. I haven't left this spot in a long time. Oh, here's a question. Just totally random. So, you know how a lot of bugs get zapped, demons get zapped here, right? Have you happened to have seen any soul coins? Because we're running long gas. I don't know if they would have dropped any uh, shooter shoots. Or some Icor. Or, yeah, or some, uh, some Ica for the boys. Ica for the boys. Um... <laughs> Well, uh, sometimes demons uh, come here and they survive the zapping. It's only the, the strongest of demons, really, that can survive this kind of zapping. And then I come up and I have to finish them off. Um, if you get me out of my contract, I will gladly give you the soul coins and ichor that I've collected, for I will have no need for them anymore. Mm, kick ass. Heck yeah. Um, so we go into the woods, talk to this witchy witch chick. Get you free, and we're, we got a, a trade is what I'm, I'm gathering, right? Yeah. As soon as okay. uh, you free me from the contract, I won't give a shit what you do with this unicorn. Heck yeah. Hey, Moon Collar, we, we're figuring out how to free you. It's going to take a minute. We won't die. Thumbs up. Okay. This bubble's getting really full of piss and shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if the writers thought of that. <laughs> It must be built into the magic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The demons were, or the devils were, nice enough to include like a toilet. Yeah, in there. You got like, she has a, like a gate to another dimension <laughs> on her on her ass and her yeah. pee pee hole. Who says I'm a her? Just because I'm a unicorn. Because the DM said she before. Oh, I did. Oh wait, no, you said she about the Dow. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what Mooncaller's gender is. Mooncaller, you it. can be whatever you want. I'm sorry you gotta live in poop right now. Tough break. <laughs> Do you have a portal to another dimension in your anus, Mooncaller? <laughs> uh, actually, no. I, I I actually am able to uh, change the flavor of it using my magical horn, and then I just eat it for sustenance. Gross. Okay, we're gonna go talk to <laughs> Red Ruthie now. <laughs> Wow, infinite foods. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to that forest. To the forest. All dun, right. Dun, dun. How far away is it? Um, It's within walking distance. Yeah, we should walk, not waste gas. For sure. All right, All right. wait. Before we go, <clears throat> I say, hey, shield. Yes. How do, you, how do you get out of a deal with the devil? Well, it depends. Uh, there's a lot of different ways, um, but it each contract only has one specific way to get out of it. Uh, I see. So we got to figure out what that specific way is? Yes. Cool. Or you could just randomly try things. Uh, I could tell you about some of the 
contracts that I've seen how to get out of them. Well, yeah, tell me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we have a reference source in there. I do. (laughs) It's somewhere in here. He's got a card catalog. Hey, Mrs. Dow, do you have a copy of your contract? <laughs> oh, shoot. Yeah, I do. It's right here. Glubjag Greg Rom Esquire wants to take a look at it. <laughs> I'll read it over. A true goblin of culture says, Charlie the Unicorn got weird in the later years. <laughs> <laughs> Charlie. <laughs> Charlie. Okay, so this is what uh, the shield tells you. It says, well, the easiest way is for both the devil and the mortal to agree to avoid the contract, uh, in which case the contract magically appears in the hand of the devil and then crumbles to dust. However, that has almost never happened in the history of ever, uh, but it is possible. Um, Also, you could potentially convince a devil to void a contract that you've made with it in exchange for um, soul coins, exorbitant amount of gold, magic items, etc. Perhaps sacrificing humanoids in their name, all sorts of good things like that. Um, However, um, for example, there's uh, if you can find the original scroll that the contract was written in, sometimes burning that voids it. Uh, Let's see, there's one with a doll that's pretty cool. You each must hug a doll when the contract is made. <laughs> uh, you each keep one of the dolls. And then in order to avoid it, the dolls must must both be destroyed within one minute of each other. Uh, all sorts of fun things like that. Hug a doll. Yes. There's one that's really cool where you like have to... Oh, yes, uh, this one's great. So a portal opens and a humanoid bound in chains with its eyes and mouth sewn shut stumbles through the portal... And uh, and then you carve the, the the contract into its flesh, and then it gets sent into the like infinite le- levels of the abyss. And in order to avoid the contract, you have like go find this one guy with the contract scrawled in his skin and like murder him. Let's do that one. Oh, that sounds easy. <laughs> Let's do that. I don't know though. I'm kind of partial to hugging dolls. So yeah, you get my drift. There's there's a lot of lot of potential ways. Do I see any fine print on the contract I'm reading? Uh, she doesn't have it. Oh. No, she doesn't have it. Oh, I thought you were being serious. No. This is <laughs> an instructional manual for a garage door opener? What? <laughs> so do we think this Red Robin has the contract, or why are we going to talk to this? Uh, well, she's an oracle. She knows all sorts of things, or so I hear. Um, her, her name is Red Ruth. Red she Ruth. lives in that creepy forest. Wow, of course she lives in a creepy forest. Yeah. Let's go into the creepy forest. Let's do it. Let's okay. do it. Okay, follow Reginald. That's right. Follow me. I'll lead. With Darlene in tow. All right. Darlene's my glaive. Uh, yeah, I know. That's your wife, right? No, this is my Darlene. Oh, that's true. We're not married. That'd be ridiculous. No, <laughs> who would marry their weapon? Who would do such a crazy thing? <laughs> yeah, only a horn dog. That's silly, isn't it, Darlene? Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> so you guys uh, uh, go over to your, uh, de- or your fiendish infernal engines, and you sort of, like, start them up to sort of move them into a position where they will be a little bit more obscure, just in case anything comes by. Yeah, yeah, we put a branch over them. Um, and you guys see another sort of winged uh, uh, demon or devil, you're not sure what, sort of fly up to the zapper and get zapped um, as you're doing this. You also notice that the fuel gauge on your vehicles is getting very low now. It's uh, it's definitely uh, below a quarter. 
uh, really dangerous here. Uh, but you guys park the vehicles and start making your way to this creepy, creepy forest. You know, it's really good. We parked our vehicles next to the zapper because then they'll be safe. Then when we come back, we'll have information. It'll be fine. Yeah, I'm surprised that the zapper doesn't zap the uh, the engines. Oh. I was worried about that. You guys uh, walk for about 35 minutes before you reach the edge of this forest. Uh, a maze of warped trees and bone-like vines stretches before you. Calcified corpses merge with the trees. I feel, in- I feel sad briefly because I remember Kozlo and his oh. vines. He would have liked this forest. He would have. Covered in fungal pods that feed on the blood oozing through the undergrowth. Maybe he wouldn't have liked it. Okay, not anymore. Here and there, narrow paths wend deeper into the wood. Uh, Lulu's like, ooh, boy, I, I, I get a bad feeling about this place, I tell you what. Yeah. How much do we like this unicorn? Because unicorns will give you a wish. Won't they? Uh, or something? I'm not a unicorn expert, but I'm definitely a don't go into the murder forest expert, typically. We're not really doing it for the unicorn anyway. We're just doing it to get the soul coins and ichor. You're damn right. Yep. You know? See, the Bobby, I own the prize. Yep. I can pass through these plants no problem, and they can't even hurt me. Well. How's that? Eighth level. <laughs> <laughs> what? Is that like a. <laughs> He's a Scientologist. Yeah, yeah. Are you are you uh are you saying that you can just walk through all kinds of poisons? Cause then I'm gonna ride on your shoulders. I can walk through plants. Okay, I mean I can walk through most plants. Cool. All right. G- good talk. Good talk. <laughs> 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 all right. So yeah, you guys. Uh, what it it almost appears to be like maze like. Like there's there's paths. But trying to move through the actual bushes and stuff, like there's razor sharp thorns, there's corpses embedded in so, them. So you'd say it's difficult terrain, right? <laughs> yeah. It, well, with a with our ranger though, none of us suffer from difficult terrain, do we? I would I would say it's more than difficult uh, terrain. It's 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 pretty much imp- impassable terrain. Uh, I think maybe your ability might allow you to move through it without problems. Yeah, I can pass through non-magical plants without being slowed. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, so he could make it through. Uh, you guys, though, would, would still have to navigate the paths. Oh, uh, okay. Navigate we will. I can't believe that new ability already came into play. All right, so um, we're going to do this fun way. I'm going to have you guys actually navigate this this little maze here. Just move our dudes? Uh, yeah, just move your dudes. <clears throat> wow, which way do you guys want to go? Left, straight, or r- right? I'm going to go uh, north. I'm going something. through these plants. Oh, it won't let me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so yours uh, only allows you to pass through non-magical stuff, right? This is magical plants? So, yes, you you pass through the outer layer of the uh, of the brambles, no problem. But you get to a point where you can't move any further. Hmm. Uh, and you realize this place is not just a forest. It appears to be constructed by okay. someone. Well, uh, you, we're not, are we splitting up or what's going on here? I feel like splitting up leads to death. It certainly can. No, we're not splitting up. Who said? Who suggested that? I didn't. I said, are we? I didn't think <laughs> no. we would, but no. Let's go north. Follow me, boys. Uh, okay. I will make no suggestions on where to go this turn, so. 
I'll follow the group. Yeah. Dion's not allowed to dictate where you guys exactly. go. Exactly. <laughs> oh, there's something up. Uh, turn coming up ahead here, Glubby. I see it. Oh, boy. Oh, dead end. Yeah, a little bit of a dead end. Ah, oh, jeez. Okay. I quit. <laughs> this is where I die. Uh, you guys get to this end, and uh, the only thing you see is a very large frog sitting on top of a bloated red mushroom. Uh, and the frog just sort of looks at you as you make eye contact. You see, you're the first one to turn the corner, Hamstone. And it looks at you, and it just lets out a, a long burp. And then it hops into the bushes. Sorry to bother you. Okay. I check for secrets. You're so polite. Secret doors. Secret <laughs> okay. Sure. Passages. Make, make a secret uh, holes. Make a perception or investigation check. Your choice. Uh, Great White Spark asks uh, DM Rewards Lulu. She's uh, flying around uh, in the back of the party. What kind of check are we doing here? Perception. Perception. Or what? Or investigation. Oh, please, investigation. So see if there's any way out of this dead end. That's right. My perception's better than my investigation. Mine too. Not about equally trash, so. Perception! What are my investigation results? You guys take a moment to look around at this supposed dead end, and uh, you realize that this isn't a dead end. This is a home. This is a home to a very large uh, frog uh, who loves to eat the large mosquitoes that you've seen flying around in here. Oh, good. Yeah. But that's about it. You don't find anything else. Where to now, fellas? I have no clue. Well, I suppose uh, we can go south. All right. You guys start moving south. You got two options here. South, south. More south? Okay. Go keep south, going south. south. And uh, as you guys are trudging along, you uh, you notice that th- there are just so many corpses uh, oh. embedded into the, the brambles and, and razor-sharp thorns. Can we examine them and see, like, what happened? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so for that, that would be like a medicine check. Reginald, can you uh, figure out what happened to these people? Oh, yeah, you bet. I'm real good at figuring stuff out. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm stealthing around the corner. Uh, Nope. Probably Damn, not. I mean, 19? they're dead. Ooh, I, 19. I did it. Nice. Look at I'm you. not usually good with this kind of thing, but... You're inspired, man. Murder forest. I'm feeling it today. Then I also need you to do a nature check. Anybody can do this. Nature uh, Should we sure. all do it? I'll do, I, got a, I got a nice one. I'll do it. Nature! Wow. Well, wasn't great. But. You got a 19 on the medicine check, and then Glubjag, looks like you rolled pretty high on this nature check. Glubjag, you're, you're looking at all these corpses, and uh, you recognize, you think, what these are corpses of. Uh, they're humanoid-looking, um, but they're also very old. And you suddenly realize these are not humanoids these are dryads these are fey creatures um that uh that have died here and are impaled on these these brambles mm. at the same time uh to bobby you're looking at one of these corpses who you just believe to just be a human or, or an elf or something uh and you're like okay so these things look like they st- the, the people look like they started to meld or merge into the the these these plants but were like impaled uh so like it doesn't really make sense to you like almost like they had a teleportation accident or something and ended up like impaled inside of these things 
So you, you don't know what the fuck is going on. Uh, but then Glubjig reveals these are dryads. And so you're able to kind of put together dryads have the ability to meld with plants. Uh, but for some reason, when the dryads tried to meld with these plants, it killed them instead of becoming their nice, happy little home. For That's them. creepy. So uh, we shouldn't try to meld with these plants, guys, okay? That's the lesson here. Oh, I can't meld with plants, so I won't. <laughs> I think Kozlo might have been able to. Rip Kozlo. Lulu's like, oh dear, if only this place didn't have such a thick canopy, I would totally fly above it and tell you where, you know, the maze went, but that's not possible. Oh, that's all good, Lulu. We're going to march on and figure yeah, thanks, it out. Thanks for offering. Yeah. Just in case anyone was wondering why I'm not doing that. <laughs> I was, actually. Thank you. Hey, there's a thing that goes to the north and the thing that goes to the west. And the thing that makes you go, hmm. <laughs> Race's little legs uh, cause him to sort of trail far behind the party. You fast motherfuckers! What if I disappear? <laughs> Who's gonna fucking murder everything? Huh? Fuck and murder everything? Well, I do a lot of fucking and they do the murdering, but it's like a group project. You know, I get all the points they do. Which way are we going, guys? Let's go this way. Yeah. Here, I'm, a, I'm sneaking. Long legged piece yeah, of let shit. Just, let the sneaky guy go first. Okay. Get uh, up there, sneak around. Glubjag, you look like uh, you found another way out. Ooh. Uh, Glubjag, Reginald's going this way. No, I'm not. I turned around. Okay. Because I realized that was an error in judgment. <laughs> There's a way out over here, guys. Do you? Does your group ever have those errors in judgment? Us? All the time. We huh? make <laughs> nothing but smart choices. That's kind of what we're known for. Oh, yeah. Sometimes people end up in buckets. But, like, intentionally. Intentional buckets. The new single. <laughs> uh, so Glubjag presses ahead, uh, seemingly uh, knowing where he's going, mumbling something under his breath about, uh, always know your perimeter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys keep on stumbling across more corpses, and it's, it's actually it's it's hard in some of the really narrow parts to avoid... Uh, getting slashed at by uh, these these brambles. And those of you with, like, cloaks and capes uh, at this point have various cuts and tears in, in the... Oh, my scarf! Oh, my curtain! Oh, my upholstery! <laughs> <laughs> Is this something different? Yeah, so you, uh, you spot um, what appears to be a... Um, you know that, that barrier that you reached uh, partway through the brambles? Um, it, was, it was almost like you could... You could almost see the magical, like, greenish glow of whatever was uh, sort of, like, keeping th those plants together. And you see what appears to be just, like, a, a bare wall of that. Just real thick, green glowing brambles over there. I'm going to sneak up to that wall, guys. Okay. Okay, we wish you luck. All right. So, yeah, you, you make it to a, very, a much, like, narrower um, uh, section of paths uh, that that really just appear more like a, like a hedge maze than just paths through a forest. I think I found something. All right. Uh, shall we come with you and sneak behind you? Yeah, stay stay a little back. Oh, okay. All right. Uh -huh, uh -huh. <laughs> so, Glubjag, uh, you push your way through and find, unfortunately, yourself at another dead end. However, there is a corpse lying in the middle of the ground here. Uh, this one is not impaled on anything. Uh, it's just kind of lying on the ground, and its its arms are up 
uh, around its neck, like its hands are around its neck, as if it was had choked on something. Uh oh. I will examine it like a vine. Um, what are you looking to know about it, Glubjig? Um, well, I'd like to first of all see if it was choking on something or more about its death. Sure. Okay. Uh, that'd be a medicine check. Uh, looks like it maybe choked to death or choked itself out. Um, I'll search its pockets and pouches then. Okay. It's it's uh it's clothing if it had any have long rotted away and it's definitely a dryad just like Got all it. the rest of them. Uh so it has nothing. Now I feel dirty. Is there a dryad convention in this place? <laughs> Horny um, devils from what I understand. I will search for a secret way through. Okay. Uh perception or investigation? Don't see any way through. And do you need some help uh looking around up there? Well, it appears to be a dead end, guys. But there's a dead dryad. Okay, I'm coming up. All right, so you see the dead dryad lying there on the ground. Looks like it it had choked on something, possibly. Yeah. Investigate. All right. Looking for a secret way through or something Yeah, hidden. what's the deal here? All right. Who's responsible for this? It's the dealio. Um, okay. There you go. That's the way you do it. So you do a little bit of investigating. Um, you determine that... Uh, there is no sort of hidden stuff. You sort of move the body aside slightly, see if anything was it was covering up anything. Uh, you sort of poke your stick or your wrench at some of the walls, and you you know after a minute you're just like, yeah, I don't, I don't think there's anything hidden back here, boys. Can I determine how this dryad died. Cause of death is going to be a medicine check. Yikes. I. Yeah. No. No idea. Oh, well. Hey, guys, I think I remember seeing a wall like this when we passed that other passage a while ago. Yeah? Is that, like, a good thing? Well, it seems like... Doesn't it seem like an oracle would live in the middle of a hedge maze? Yeah, that checks out. All right, well, let's go back and check it out. All right. Got a chorus of old laptops that are overheating right now. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and make you, uh, I'll let you guys make a survival check. Yay. Actually, you know what? Uh, I'll wait. I'll wait to do that for, it looks like you guys are going to investigate this one spot, and then we'll do the survival check after. Hey, where'd you guys go? I, don't, I have no clue. I saw somebody run by me, and I'm, I'm very oh. small and alone. Right, I'm going to move you guys together. Okay. Yes, please. <laughs> my laptop's not handling this. You got all these dice plugging up the airport. Uh, oh, there. I know it's oh, uh, Hey, you got to let your laptops it, breathe, guys. Yeah, sorry. I gotta show you guys these dice later. Did you get the Arby's dice? No, these Wait, are special dice. dice. All right, here they I'll just show dice. them. I got these sent to me, and the only in, in exchange, I said I would like mention it on streams. Oh, that's so oh cool. damn! Check these out. Ooh, this is those the, are this seems I mentioned it on the GSP stream, but this seems like an appropriate place. Wow! To show these off, check it out. Oh. You like get a, so much cool stuff. Yeah. It's like a ring. Huh. Sparkly like a holiday. Dude. You can send me stuff, too. Uh, I love patrons. free shit. Like, never, <laughs> never have it doubted. This is from the Frog and Flute. Oh. They sent dice bags. Frogandflute.com, I think. I think they're in the UK. I, I don't remember Frog exactly. And Frog and Flute, if you search it and search Dice Frog and Flute, I think it would probably come up. They also sent a bunch of cool other dice. Not a lot of dice. Yeah, and then you got these cool pink and purples. And then you got these 
Yeah. Like menthol. Uh, these are menthol, menthol dice, I think. Yeah. That is dope. You man. should random lottery some of that stuff to us. Yeah. Well, <laughs> actually, actually, if you guys want a set, I've got four sets here. I could probably Ooh. give them to you. Cool. Wow. Holy, wait. So you have four sets in total, or five sets in total? I have five sets in total. So I would keep the beautiful shiny right. ones yeah, yeah. for myself. Yeah. Right. It's and like And then perfect. I can give each of you guys. <laughs> Yeah. Aww. Damn. Nice. I'm gonna show them off on beer and board games though, so I'll give them to you next time. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. <clears throat> All right. Survi awesome. Survival checks, everyone. Oh yeah. Um, right. Well, we'll no. wait because because uh, you guys are uh -huh. stumbling across something interesting over here. What? Then we'll do the survival checks after this. Uh, so yeah, Glubjug, you spot another section that looks like the sort of like uh, hedge maze magically reinforced uh, walls are here. Uh huh. Uh, so you figure, oh, we must be getting closer. <laughs> Uh, so you sort of push forward. Squeeze through here. It's thefrogandflute.com. I put a link in on the chat in case you're curious. Thefrogandflute.com. <laughs> Mr. Wumbo, I should have done that when we found the frog. That would have been appropriate. Uh, I should have had the frog play a flute. Hey, that would have been... Oh, man. Uh, we could have... Uh, hey, you, all, all you have to do is say, you see a frog playing a flute. And then I'll edit it in. And then it'll be like... No sure, sure. We'll edit it in. Okay. So, and the frog looks at you, and it pulls out a long golden flute. And I kill it. I kill it. I kill it. <laughs> Damn it! Mash it! <laughs> Take his flute! <laughs> no, we're not fixing anything. Are you kidding? Post? <laughs> fixing it, post? That's critical role money, sir. <laughs> We're not fixing anything. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you push onward, Glubjeg, and you realize, unfortunately, ah, this is another dead end. Oh, it is? And then uh, you you start to turn around to, to give the bad news to your friends when all of a sudden the walls around you begin to move. Oh. Uh, Everyone roll initiative! Oh. Oh. And that's episode 57 of Rated RPG, Descent into Avernus. Our next live stream is Saturday, November 13th at 5 p.m. Central Time. We hope you can join us at twitch.tv slash gamesocietypimps. We've got a couple more episodes of the podcast coming out between now and then to get you caught up. Plus, we'll have the bonus Dungeon Pizza Adventures episode at some point as well. Uh, thanks to all of our amazing patrons and our stream supporters. You guys have made so many improvements possible to our show and our equipment, backdrops, and you know, downloading the maps and all of the stuff that goes into making Rated RPG. You guys have helped make that happen, so thank you. Uh, we want to thank Banana Fish, Cold Shots, Mick and Addy, Elizabeth Parcells, Kate Slauson, Ashley Betson, and Schmoopy. Also thank you to our level 15 Bard tier supporters, Cheesemaster007, GBS Trek, Josh Millard, and Random.Guy. And of course, everybody who donates and buys us shots like during the uh, live streams, Chris Fail, thank you so much for all your support over, over the entirety of uh, Rated RPG. You can support the live stream and podcast at patreon.com slash Rated RPG. We even have a new special uh, tier where you can create an NPC that the gorgeous Phoenix Brigade will meet in the game. So check that all out there. Uh, support the Rated RPG live stream and podcast just by telling people about it. Give it a good review if you can do that wherever you get your podcasts. You can subscribe to it and follow us on Twitter at Rated RPG Podcast. 
Thank you so much, and again, we will see you around Ye Old Gaming Table on November 13th.